gentlemen, welcome into the Charm City Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here on this Tuesday evening recapping Game 3 of the ALDS as the Baltimore Orioles fall to the Texas Rangers 7-1. to You know, baseball is a funny game, and the Orioles um, and their you know fans... No, uh, no strangers to that now. As uh, the Orioles, a team that hadn't gotten swept in 500 odd some days, get swept in the American League Division Series, 101 win ball club. Um, a brutal pill to swallow. The number one seed in the American League, just very, very brutal. Um, that's all I can really muster up the words to really summarize it up, but we'll be here talking about it more. Uh, a sad way for the season to end, um, you know. And this is a this is a special special time to be an Orioles fan, no doubt. I mean, this team is very young. There, you know, there's a lot there. The sky's not falling. It's not like they really had one chance at this and you know they're going to be losing a bunch of guys like there was nothing that major involved um but to have them go in as the one seed to have the season that they had that no one saw coming and then for it to end the way it did is just really really brutal i mean i just can't you know believe it that it it happened the way that it did to the the Texas Rangers and you know obviously you know hats off to them it's not a you know it's it's not a um it's not necessarily something that you know I don't want to sound like I'm complaining or anything like that but you know to be fair it's you know it's a shame because this is two different teams right like the Orioles have built through the draft they've built through scouting they've built through you know, getting the correct players. But for, you know, the Rangers, they've built through getting Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon on these big deals and getting Nathan Eovaldi. And like I said, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining or anything, but it just, it stinks because you look at the two teams and you just say to yourself, man, it's just, it's it's unfair. But baseball life is an unfair game. And uh, that's... That's the lesson learned from this, obviously, and for the O's themselves, obviously, you know, you need to be, you need to be hot at the right time. You need to be playing your best baseball at the right time, and they weren't. I mean, even though towards the end of the season, they were playing their best baseball. I mean, everything was set up to have a deep playoff run, and that, that just didn't happen, and you know, like I said, I don't think you necessarily go into the off season with a ton of, you know, um, uncertainty. I think you've got a lot here that you can build off of. Obviously, I mean, there's a lot of young talent. There's a lot of really good talent on this team. There's a lot of, you know, solid position players. I mean, top to bottom. You know, Gunnar Henderson may one day be regarded as the best player at his position. Um, He's got a great bat. He's got a solid glove as well. 
Um, if Cedric Mullins can be fully healthy next year, you know you can have him as a as a solid piece um, as well in your lineup wherever you know they manage to put him. Um, Austin Hayes has proven to be you know uh, a solid um, solid player as well that you can have in your lineup as a number two hitter hitting anywhere. I mean really anywhere between two through seven. You know, interesting to see what they do with Anthony Santander and, you know, um, but brutal, to say the least. It was brutal to lose in three games to the Texas Rangers. And you just figured that this team would show up um, somewhere, you know, down the down the stretch in, in three games, and they just, I mean... They couldn't even, you know, get a lead for more than once in three games, which I think is the the worst part about it, and I, it just sucks. I mean, it really sucks, you know, to have a team like the Rangers who just kind of bought and bought and didn't really build through their farm system kill you like that is terrible, really terrible. But, you know, they... Um, they won it, sweep the Orioles. I mean, Bruce Boshi, I think experience, you know, obviously pays a huge factor. I mean, Bruce Boshi's been around, you know, as a manager for a very long time. I think this is the third MLB team he's managed that's going to be heading to the League Championship Series with the Padres, the Giants, and now the Texas Rangers. Um, so I think that goes along with it. I think Brandon Hyde, you know, again, it's just an experience thing, and this team was inexperienced, um, obviously, and I think that's, you know, kind of part of the reason why it it unfolded the way that it did. Um, but it's a shame because this was Baltimore's best baseball team, and I, I mean, I don't even know how long. You know, you could argue, you know, the twenty fourteen team was. You know, they won the AL East, so they were pretty good. But you didn't really feel like, okay, that's a team that, you know, can can truly go all the way. You know, this felt like a team that was like, all right, these guys can do it. Um, I went into it thinking that. I thought there was no way a team is going to defeat them because of just how good they were and how, um, how well they played. But, you know, I think you'd have to go back to the 90s to find a team that was that good. I mean, I you know, 2014, you know, I guess the argument would be made there, well, they lost in the NLCS, yes, but, you know, the young talent wasn't really there. I mean, in bits and pieces it was, but, like, top to bottom out of this team, the talent they have is just unbelievable. I mean, that's why I don't necessarily, you know, I'm not – totally heartbroken by it i mean i'm heartbroken at the fact that you know they they got swept the way they did because going into the season did i think that the o's would have a deep playoff run no i thought they would make the wild card or you know come up very short but i didn't necessarily think that they'd win the al east i thought the yankees and the blue jays would be right up there um i thought if they could finish 
six in the wild card that this was a successful season. And I thought that, you know, the way that they went about free agency wasn't the best. And as you're looking at it right now, I mean, I think that in some cases, you know, they definitely let the young players play. And I mean, the best free agent they signed is crazy enough as it is to say, uh, really was Ryan O'Hearn. I mean, how, you know, crazy is that? Someone that I don't, that was kind of a afterthought as a bench player or, you know, just, I mean, who knows what they really thought Ryan O'Hearn was necessarily going to do. And he goes out there and he puts together a heck of a season. I mean, that's a guy that's, uh, that's, Kind of a an an ace up your sleeve right there. Um, you know he he really was he really has been impressive all year long. And you know I think that moving forward, you know you probably need better um, better veteran pieces. Be interesting to see what they do with James McCann. And you know I'm sure Gibson and Adam Frazier will probably walk. But, um, you know, I think that definitely from a starting pitching standpoint, they need to go out and sign someone. They need to get a veteran piece. I mean, I would have liked to have seen John Means this year come back and have a chance to pitch in the postseason, but he has now had a setback, and I don't know about him moving forward. you got to see what Kyle Bradish – you got to see what Kyle Bradish could do, and, um, you know, that was – not his best outing, and he got to see what Grayson Rodriguez could do, and that was, of course, not his best outing, but you know the experience is huge for those guys, um, and it's not like Grayson Rodriguez had so many hard-hit balls, like he got you know completely killed by the long ball. It was just you know, ground balls that were just getting through, so it wasn't necessarily um, totally his doing, but you know, moving forward, I think you got to go out into this offseason. You got to see what's available and you got to try and 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 get those pieces and and you know one thing that coming on here and I didn't necessarily harp on it too much because I didn't you know I didn't necessarily think it would be a big deal, you know, back in July, but man, you know, they needed to be more aggressive at the deadline. I'm not saying they needed to get some, you know, you know, sell off the farm for for Justin Verlander or anything, but I mean you know, Jack Flaherty clearly was a was a waste of a draft pick. I mean, I don't think we want him coming back at all. Um, uh, you know, um, did I say waste of a draft pick? I meant waste of a waste of a trade, giving up. You know what you gave up for him, um, and at the same time, I also, you know, think that when you look at where the Orioles uh, need to improve, you know, the bullpen. I mean, sure, Yanir Cano and Felix Bautista were big in the in the eighth and ninth, but I mean, you know, you probably need to get, um, you know, a lefty to come in, set up lefty, uh, and just improve on different pieces there in the pen. Um, and you know, I think, uh, like I said, the starting pitching, three, four, five or at least four and five in your rotation can improve. And yeah, it's just, it's a killer. I mean, I, you know, I heard the guys on, you know, the commentators talking about how this was a, you know, this was a special Orioles team and how they really, 
you know, they went through adversity. And when you think about it, I mean, what, you know, the, the biggest adversity was Felix Bautista being lost for the season. I mean, anyone that followed this team knows that this team was something really special. I mean, there was no, out of me, I was not concerned at all. You know, I know I'd come on here and, and say, you know, oh, could this be the start or something, you know, that could really affect the O's down the line. And, you know, while I would say that sometimes to just kind of, you know, put the question out there, did I really believe it? Not necessarily. I mean, I, I always figured the glass was half full with this team because it just seemed like every step of the way, anytime anything would, you know, they faced any adversity, they just pushed right through it. I mean, you heard Brandon Hyde talk about it. He was like, we kind of just, you know, run towards adversity, not shy away from it. And we, you know, just kind of are a gritty team. And that's what you could say about the O's, you know, they, they were a very gritty team and it's, um, it's a bitter pill to swallow. I mean, the worst part of the season for this Orioles team, I mean, I think the only month they finished below 500, if I'm not mistaken, was May, uh, or June rather, I believe, or at least close to finishing below 500. Yeah, June 13 and 11. And you look at it, 18 wins in September, 18 wins in August, 18 wins in April, but mainly looking at August and September here, there should have been no way that this team got swept in three games. I'm sorry, but there's no way. There's no way. They weren't coming into it cold. They didn't have some crazy drop-off after they clinched the ALE. Sure, there was a little time there in September when things got a little wonky, but they closed the season so strong for it to go down the way that it has is brutal it's so unbelievably brutal um gosh th this is not uh this is not the way i wanted to be closing out the last episode of the 2023 baltimore orioles season honestly um of course you know i wanted this to be a, a big exciting you know oh we're going to the world series or even if they lost in the world series it would be you know okay well we can keep our heads high we won the pennant you know but they'll have something to prove next year they'll have a chip on their shoulder they'll learn from it but um it, it stinks to have it happen the way it did and i'll say this right now if that damn president john angelos decides that oh we're gonna you know we're gonna you know move guys or whatever he's thinking in the back of his head and not sign the young talent you have on this team I'm gonna lose it I think a lot of O's Nation is right there with me obviously because you've been starved for a winner and you finally have something put in place for a team that can be not just like one not just one pennant run multiple pennant runs i mean you talk about baseball you know you talk about you know and in the al east you talk about the yankees teams you talk about the red sox teams you know the astros right now that's what this team looks like the braves the dodgers this team is right up there with those teams this is such a good um you know farm system this is such a good talent evaluation. General Manager Mike Elias has put together a hell of a team. This stinks. 
And I hope to God they don't tear it down because the owner can't shell out some money. I mean, this isn't the Oakland Athletics. It's just not. It'd be so pathetic if they did that. And if they do, I'm going to really be pissed. But nevertheless, there is a next year. And next year, hopefully, we'll be seeing a team that's you know, capable of winning the AL East, getting to the postseason. But first, it's got to start from building in free agency. This was a young team. This was a very good team. This is a season that you can look back on. And, you know, while last year looked like a big stepping stone, you know, this year I thought you really, you know, were able to set kind of that foundation for that young talent coming up. And there's a lot to be excited about. So everyone, again, I hate that this is the way I'm closing this out. But I'll be back on, you know, sometime down the line to discuss free agency possibilities for the O's. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. It's been a wonderful season, wonderful summer, a disappointing fall, obviously. But a wonderful time, you know, coming to you with these episodes. I hope you enjoyed them as much as I enjoyed um, sitting down here every three nights, four nights, uh, and every night over three out of the last four days, as much as it sucked, enjoyed coming on here and, and talking about the O's. I'll be back, obviously, talking about the Ravens, which is another team I cannot wait to bash my head in at times. Um, but thanks, everyone, for tuning in uh, to the Charm City Sports Podcast. I'll be back on Friday with the Ravens. So long. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, I'll talk to you next time.